All right, folks, and welcome aboard. Wednesday, night edition, Philip Ward Show. It is 11.06 on the East Coast, 8.06 over on the West Coast. Folks, today is the 870th day of slowing the spread. The Joe Unity Biden administration, where even his own party doesn't want him to run in 2024. You got Democratic voters who don't want him to run in 2024. We all now have 900 days left to endure, folks. We are getting there. We're getting through it together. 900 days and America's long nightmare will be over. All right, so we got a lot of news to get into. We have some very sad and shocking news that um, I think we ought to start the program off with. You get this news update earlier today. Indiana Republican Congresswoman Jackie Walorski killed in a car crash. I very tragic stuff. Wasn't uh, she was by the way uh, 58 years old? Represented Indiana's second congressional district. Uh, this is from Fox News. Killed in a car crash Wednesday afternoon in Elkhart County, Indiana. Uh, quote on August 3rd, 2022, at approximately 12:32. PM, the Elkhart County Sheriff's Office responded to a two-vehicle crash on SR-19, south of SR-119, the Elkhart uh, County Sheriff's Office said, uh, quote, a northbound passenger car traveled left of center, collided head-on with a southbound uh, sports utility vehicle. All three occupants, it wasn't just a congresswoman, uh, Zachary uh, Potts was his name, 20, 27 years old. I mean, that is that is just heartbreaking news. Um, Emma Thompson, she was 28 years old, uh, sole occupant of the northbound vehicle. Edith uh, Schumacher, 56, was pronounced deceased at the scene. So uh, it's just very, very sad, tragic news coming out of indiana today folks and i just want to you know really send my my thoughts and my prayers and my condolences uh to the walarski walorski uh family just very tragic stuff folks um and i mean you know you know it's this is why you know life is life is just such a a crazy ride folks i you're driving in a car and then you know here's a car accident that occurs you know i, I it's just very sad and very tragic stuff uh so so our condolences you know go out to the um Walorski, uh family um so folks earlier today you got joe you know i'm thinking we might as well start calling him at this point in time joe virtual unity biden because anything so how, how he gets covid right and then he's got this rebound case of covid that happened that we we were getting news about on saturday now he's still you know he he takes a photo earlier today he's sitting in his office he's got a mask on and there's nobody around. oh by the way on the topic of masks folks you're starting to see the liberals out there starting to put the mask on again remember mask is supposed to protect people from you well if you listen to dr anthony fauci it's supposed to protect if you if you have COVID, you're protecting others. You know, in case 
you're infected or in case you have an asymptomatic hit remember that asymptomatic which probably was one of the biggest lies of the whole pan slash pandemic but these liberals folks you know we got to be closing in on election time right we're getting closer and closer to november so you know what that means folks the masks must come back they have to return we have to vote by mail and it is going to be safe and it's going to be secure uh, and, and by the way, you know who wears the mask? Folks, liberals, of course. Why? Ah, because they're ugly. Come on now, we kid. Anyway, so here's Joe Unity Biden. And he's got this virtual event uh, all about abortion. Uh, quote, I signed this executive order uh, to safeguard access to abortion care. Oh, and, and on the topic of abortion, yesterday we had a vote. And it was in Kansas about... Um, uh, the literal name of it anti-abortion measure uh there was there was this referendum basically uh and this is what it would have done it would have cleared the way for lawmakers to ban or restrict abortion uh first-time voters in the u.s were asked to weigh in on the right to choose uh since the supreme court uh overturned roe v wade now here's the thing though in kansas which is a red state, right? Because if you listen to the Democratic Party, oh, abortion's outlawed. Oh, no one can have abortions anymore. Oh, my God, it's so bad. Well, in Kansas, they voted, by the way, it was called Amendment 2, 62% to 68%, and uh, 76% of the precincts are um, we're reporting uh, as of last night. You know, it, it, They said no, You know the, that they want to basically you know, keep abortion rights there so we the democratic party saying that abortion's totally outlawed and women don't have any rights anymore one of the one of my favorites from the women out there who are oh well guns have more rights than i do now it's all a lie and even have in a red state people voting and saying we we want maybe they want restrictions to abortion late-term abortion maybe at some point people believe that that's infanticide and that's murder but you know you have again in a red state people literally saying no we we still want there to be abortion rights so and again which is how it should be it should be state by state you're never going to ban abortion and new right here in new york state the empire state united socialist state of california or new Jersey or massachusetts it's just you know it, it always have a democrat total control in those states but you know like i said even in kansas here though you have people who are saying well there can be abortion rights that's totally fine by us i mean yet again rejecting an entirely stupid flawed totally made up full of lies narrative that the democratic party is trying to peddle and put onto the american people um by the way uh last night also we have uh, uh some election results that came in um after we went off the air last night uh donald trump tweeted uh well i can't say tweeted a, a truthed on the truth social there Quote, big historic wins for Trump-endorsed candidates across the country. 15-0 in Senate primaries. Perfect round records in Arizona, Kansas, Michigan, and Missouri. Congrats to our MAGA candidates. Uh, one of them in uh, Michigan's 3rd Congressional District, Peter Meyer, was the incumbent. Now, Peter Meyer voted to impeach 
Donald Trump. Well, how well did that go for him? Because he lost to John Gibbs, uh, Tudor Dixon in Michigan. Uh, you know, my preferred candidate was Ryan D. Kelly in Michigan. But Tudor Dixon, I mean, we'll take anyone over Gretchen Whitmer you know, in Michigan. Uh, but uh, t she tweets out, you know, she was a Trump-endorsed candidate as well. Blake Master, you know, uh, we didn't have the election results yet in Arizona. We actually, we still don't have the full official results yet in the gubernatorial Republican primary in Arizona. Blake Masters, though, uh, you heard me last night, folks. I think Blake Masters and Carrie Lake would be two great candidate, two great Republican candidates, Trump-endorsed candidates as well. Blake Masters won in Arizona, so now you'll have Blake Masters up against the the, the astronaut. Mark Kelly, that's that's his excuse for every radical leftist bill that he votes on. You know, kind of like the Inflation Reduction Act, where he is all in on that. Uh, but Blake Masters won that primary. Uh, and then you have, Car you know, Carrie Lake was losing uh, for a point in time there uh, to, the, uh, to the other Republican candidate, Karen Taylor Robson. Right now, though, as, you know, as we speak right now, she still has a, a, a lead uh, over... Uh, Robson. So I think, you know, Carrie Lake sort of already declaring victory. You know, I, I, you know, there's still voting that we have to count. Again, this is to the point that we've come where we have mail-in voting, and then we have these drop boxes, and then we never know anymore who the winner is on election night. Why don't more Americans speak out against that? How stupid do we look as a country where we have to deal with mail-in voting because the Democratic Party want that. I mean, at some point, Republicans have got to get stronger and push back against that. There should never be any mail-in voting. If you are indefinitely confined or if you're out of the country, please, for the love of God, fill out an absentee ballot. That should be it. Everyone else can make it to the polls. If you can't, it's just an excuse. Mail-in voting should never, ever be a thing and 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 i think republicans have start got to start getting tougher and tougher on that i really do and, and then when we have mail-in voting you know with supposedly the 81 million votes joe unity biden the most popular president that's supposedly ever been elected and how can that be and just in and uh, you know here in august of 2022 the guys inaugurated on january 20th of 2021 you got half of his own party not wanting him to run. That includes elected Democratic officials along with Democratic voters. And 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 Joe Biden, who who is who has totally lost it. So at this event he has earlier, virtual event, you know, he says he's gonna sign this executive order to safeguard access to abortion care. And then folks, and I, I want you to listen to this because this is our president asking do do i sign this order now oh oh i'm gonna i who is he asking permission from president xi jinping in china i don't know could be here he is folks earlier today again who joe who are you asking permission from you are the most powerful man in the entire by the way folks you, the audio there is is pretty garbage again don't blame me that's joe unity that's virtual 
Joe Unity Biden in these virtual events. By the way, Kamala Harris was sort of like the leader of the event. You just see her. I mean, oh boy, heartbeat away from the presidency. Good Lord. God bless us. Now, again, I always find it hard to believe that this guy here, we're led to believe, got 81 million votes. You had two more Democrats yesterday. Uh, there was a Democratic debate. Jerry Nadler, the Penguin, says, uh, uh, it was asked, you going to support Joe Unity Biden? Should he seek re-election? Uh, 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 too early to say. Doesn't serve the purpose of the Democratic Party to deal with that until after the midterms. That's what Jerry Nadler said, who, who's, who's been in Congress. He's been riding out with Joe Unity Biden for a while now. That guy, he has collected just as much dust as Mitch McConnell, as Charles E. Schumer, all these people at Lofgren who have been in there forever. Nancy Pelosi, you know, by the way, saw some people today actually talking about Nancy Pelosi and the semiconductor chips, and I just said, I wonder if they listen to the program. Talked about that last night. Um, now, Congresswoman Carol Maloney, uh, a congresswoman from New York, says I, she just flat out came out and said, I don't think he's running for re-election. No, I don't really have to answer that question because he ain't running. Uh, last Thursday, Congressman Dean Phillips, congressman in uh, Minnesota's 3rd Congressional District, uh, was doing an interview with the uh, Minnesota Post and was saying, Democrats need a new generation of leadership. He says, uh, I think the country could be, uh, would be well served by a new generation of compelling, well-prepared, dynamic Democrats who step up. Now, I hope that he's not talking about Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ariana Presley, or Rashida Tlaib, or Islam Omar, or any other young Democrats who are coming up, because young Democrats right now, folks, are all socialists. They are turning into communists one by one. You know, you go and you get indoctrinated in college, and then you're done. I mean, good luck coming out of college and still being a... Now, listen, some of us can do it. Some of us can get through college and hang on to our conservative values. You know, but a lot of these people, a lot of the students that come out there, they're all libs. You know, they got purple hair now, uh, and they do wacky things, and they change their name, and they say, oh, "I don't feel like a boy anymore. I'm now a girl. I'm not. I'm not a girl. I'm a guy now." The weirdos in the world. Anyway, so uh, Congressman Phillips says, oh, "I got respect for him, but it's time for generational change." And I think most of my colleagues agree with that. Whoa. Most of his Democratic colleagues agree that it's time for Joe Unity Biden to step aside. Congresswoman uh, Angie Craig, Minnesota's 2nd Congressional District, now she comes out and says, I uh, was asked about Joe Unity Biden running in 2024. Well, I'm talking about Congress. I'm talking up and down the ballot. And I think Dean Phillips, who just said that, and I are in lockstep in alignment with that. And I'm going to do everything in my power as a member of Congress to make sure that we have a new generation of leadership. So, I mean, add her to the list, add Dean Phillips as well to the list of Democrats, elected Democrats, who are not supporting Joe Unity Biden in 2024. Yeah, most popular president we've ever elected? I don't know. Congressman uh, Tom Malinowski uh, from New Jersey, he says, quote, I, he was doing a town hall. I don't know if he's running in 2024 or who's running, so I'm not even going to opine 
on who should be president. I mean, it, it, to me, it seems pretty straightforward. If this guy got 81 million votes for your party, wouldn't you want to do your best to ride those coattails? No, how is it that in less than two years, though, this guy here has no support from his own party. He's got no support from the American people. Polling is atrocious for Joe Unity Biden. The pathological, prolific, pathetic liars in the mainstream media, they're even turning on Joe Unity Biden. Uh, now, congressmen want to be senator in Ohio in the Buckeye State. Tim Ryan, who, by the way, his opponent on the Republican side, J.D. Vance, has continuously said, Tim Ryan ain't no moderate. He votes with Biden 100% of the time and Nancy Pelosi 98% of the time. Uh, he was asked if he would support Joe Unity Biden. And he says, uh, I'm working on my own election and that's all I'm focused on right now. Remember, you had the Daily Caller who asked all 50 Democratic senators if they were going to endorse Biden in 2024. Out of those 50 Democratic senators... There was only five, only five, who said that they were going to support this man, the most popular president of all time. Now, you had the New York Slimes as well. Remember, they came out with the poll uh, last month. Most Democrats don't want Joe Unity Biden to run in 2024. Only 64% of Democratic voters say we sure as heck don't want Joe Unity Biden. They'll take anybody else. Remember you had uh, in the Washington Compost, quit, Joe, quit. Biden could save the midterms with a one-term pledge. You know, I just, folks, I find it, I, it, it's just so interesting to me. How can this be? Isn't it mysterious that this guy received 81 million votes? Mail-in voting? Oh, it dominated the mail-in voting, didn't he? Um, and Gallup, by the way, earlier this week, Joe Unity Biden's approval ratings have sunk to a new low as far as Gallup polling goes, just 38%. Think about that. 38% of the American people are happy with Joe Unity Biden. This uh, poll is the first time Biden's approval rating has fallen below 40% in Gallup's monthly polls since he took office in January of 2021. Uh, another question found that 45% of Americans strongly disapprove of Joe Unity Biden's uh, performance. By the way, Biden's sixth, uh, sixth, sixth quarter approval rating of 40% covering April 20th through July 19th. Low, listen to this now. I found this just shocking. That's the lowest of any president in modern history dating back to Ike, to Dwight D. Eisenhower. By the way, this isn't going to make the Democratic Party happy. Uh, the Hill uh, Ca uh, Harvard Caps Harris poll found this. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Trump beats Biden and Harris in hypothetical 2024 matchups. If the election were held today, 45% of respondents would vote for Trump against Joe Unity Biden, who would only get 41% of the vote. Uh, Trump versus Harris, Trump's lead expands to seven percentage points. 47% said they would support Trump, compared to only 40% who said they would support Kamala Harris. You know, so, folks, this again, 
I just find it so astonishing that in less than two years, the Democratic voters have turned against Joe Unity Biden. The Democratic Party has turned against Joe Unity Biden. But again, this is the guy who is the most popular president that has ever been elected. And what's he going to do now? So he's going to, they're going to fix Biden inflation, right? With their Inflation Reduction Act. The Heritage Foundation came out with a piece yesterday. Inflation Reduction Act is euphemism for big government socialism and higher prices. They write, in the midst of a recession, with Biden inflation eating away an average of $6,800 in purchasing power from the incomes of families with two workers, the so-called Biden Inflation Reduction Act would impose tax increases, manipulative federal subsidies, and price controls on every single American family. The bill would deepen the growing recession, continue to depress household incomes, and will continue to increase prices. Remember as well, you had Fox Business had a um, had a uh, headline, most Americans will feel tax pain from Democrats' inflation bill despite Biden's past promises. Remember, uh, you have the uh, uh, Senate Finance Committee, Mike Crapo, and the uh, Joint Committee on Taxation, quote, the more this bill is analyzed by impartial experts, the more we can see Democrats are trying to sell the American people a bill of goods. Nonpartisan analysts are confirming this bill raises taxes on the middle class and produces no meaningful deficit reduction when gimmicks are removed and the full cost is accounted for. Now, to be fair to the Democratic Party, uh, the Congressional Budget Office came out earlier today and said uh, that the bill would uh, excuse me, decrease the deficit by more than $100 billion dollars. All right, well, the Democrats said, no, it's, it's going to be more than $300 billion that they're going to uh, reduce the deficit. So, again, Congressional Budget Office proving that, again, here the Democratic Party is lying to the American people. By the way, one of its strongest supporters, Joe Manchin in West By God, Virginia, you know, where he's trying to take out the coal industry and it's going to be you know, a, the, a coal industry that contributes and gives West Virginians, you know, 88% of electricity. Listen to this headline earlier today. I thought this was pretty um, interesting. Joe Manchin bankrolled by out-of-state donors. Listen to this, folks. Just 1% of individual campaign donations are from West Virginians. So I think right then and there, you got to wonder, folks, does Joe Manchin really care about West Virginia? Remember yesterday in The Federalist, Samuel Mangold Lennett writing, uh, Goodbye, Joe Manchin. Your Senate career is over. Again, how Joe Manchin can be supporting this when West Virginians, I don't think, are going to support it. Donald, a, a state in which Donald Trump won by 30 points, where Manchin only won by a little over uh, three points in 2018. I just have no idea. I really don't. Uh, Senator John Barrasso from Wyoming. Well, by the way, Wyoming, a big primary coming up next week in Wyoming. And Liz Cheney is down just terribly, terribly bad. Anyway, John Barrasso says mansion seat is going to be a target for Republicans in 2024. Um, you know, you have uh, other West Virginia Repo uh, Republicans, Shelley uh, Moore Capito, She's saying this is not good for the state, and I think it's difficult to sell 
in the state. But again, Joe Manchin doesn't care about the state of West Virginia. Joe, Ma Folks, listen to this. Uh, uh, Joe Manchin ra racked in over $6 million from individuals in other states rather than West by God, Virginia. You know, I, Joe Manchin is supposedly this conservative Democrat, but he really doesn't even care about his own state. He's just like every other Democrat and really every other politician, you could probably say. He doesn't care about the American people. He cares about money, and that's about it. And I think the people in West Virginia, like I said, if he wants to go back home and sell the Biden Inflation Reduction Act to them, you go for it. You do whatever you got to do, Joe. But I'm telling you right now, the people of West Virginia do not want this bill passed. The American people don't want this bill passed. And by the way, Joe Manchin, another guy who say, I haven't heard him say a single thing about supporting Joe Unity Biden if he runs in 2024. He, he was on with Sleepy Eyes Chuck Todd to Meet the Depressed. He wasn't even saying that he was going to support the Democratic Party you know, in, 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 in the midterm elections. And folks, I'm telling you right now, we have a chance, though, in November to make sure that we don't have to deal with any of this nonsense anymore and the American people can send the Democrats, boom, right on their way. Send this one-party system that is destroying the American people, destroying American livelihoods. Send these people packing, folks. What if what good has Joe Unity Biden and the Democratic Party actually done for Americans? It's nothing at all. And now American families, $6,800, that boom, that right out the window. Forget about that. On top of that, where Americans are paying record highs for gas prices. Oh, the Biden administration's tout, well, gas is coming down. Well, it's still above the average that it was when Donald J. Trump was president of the United States. Again, they've done nothing for the American people. And I believe the American people in November are going to send this party packing. I really do. Anyway, folks, today is the 870th day of slowing the spread. We now have 900 days of the Joe Unity Biden administration left to endure. Thank you, as always, for listening to the program, folks. It is never a bad day to be an American. And I just want to say again, our thoughts and prayers and our condolences are with the family of Con and, and the others who perished as well today with those families as well folks with congresswoman jackie war thanks as always for listening to the program folks